0: window. Once again this week, we're going to continue with just bringing a few devotional thoughts uh, to you from our morning readings. Mark and I read through the one-year Bible, so that means every day we read a passage from the Old Testament, the New Testament, some Psalms and Proverbs. And if um, by chance you are also reading through the one-year Bible, you might have felt a little bogged down as we've been going through Leviticus and Numbers and a lot of lists and descriptions and um different ceremonies and, oh, so many things, so many things, so um, it might seem a little tedious, but I will say that um, if you've been re- reading through the tedium, I'll call it, uh, it all had great meaning for them in their day, and that's another thing to remember as you're reading through the Old Testament is, remember who it was uh, given to. It was given to this the children of Israel out in the desert. They had come from over 400 years of being slaves in Egypt. And now they're out, um, um, a couple of million of them, I believe, in the desert with no form of government because they've only ever been slaves. And so God has given them a form of government. He's also giving them a special system that will point them to him, that will give them an un, a way to have a relationship with him. And again, that reminds us of the Noah's window. This is about our relationship with him. And that's what he was establishing with the children of Israel back in those days. And uh, it it seems very foreign to us. And well, it should. Uh, We're talking about thousands of years ago. So it's understandable. That was a different culture. But the principles um, of a relationship with God are still important for us to consider. So today, I would like for us to look in Psalms chapter 50. So the book of Psalms in chapter 50, this particular one is actually not a psalm of David, but I think it's important, especially if you've been reading along with this in the Old Testament, because I think it makes a really strong point about what's important to God and what isn't important to God. Because if you've been reading through all these um, lists and regulations and ceremonies, it might seem like... um, God was trying to be unapproachable, and yet the truth of the matter is, I believe, God was demonstrating to them His holiness and what it would require to have that relationship with Him. So, again, we don't want to spend too much time on the whys behind all those ceremonies, but I think Psalm 50 brings a little clarity. And what I want to do is I want to jump in in verse 7. And, uh, and talk about what it's going to say here. Maybe maybe we'll spread this out over a couple of days. But in Psalm chapter 50, verse 7, it starts out by saying, "Oh my people, listen as I speak." So right away we know God is talking to the Israelites, to the children of Israel, to the Jews. That's who He's talking to. Okay, "Oh my people, listen as I speak." But I'm going to time it out one more time. This is much much later. So we've been reading. If you've been reading with us in Leviticus and Numbers, this is this is hundreds of years before this was written. Okay, so we're at a totally different generation. This new generation is still offering sacrifices. They're still going, at this point, they're going to the temple, not the tabernacle, but they have, they're honoring and celebrating the same ceremonies as the people were in the wilderness. Okay, so back to verse 7. Oh, my people, listen as I speak. This is God talking. Here are my charges against you, O Israel. I am God your God. I think it's interesting that God makes that point. I'm not just any God. In the ancient civilizations, every civilization had many, many gods, pretty much just about anything. They would dress it up, put a bow on it, say, you're a God. But um, God says, I am truly God, and I'm your God. Then he goes on to say, I have no complaint about your sacrifices or the burnt offerings you constantly offer. Now, if you've been reading through Leviticus and Numbers, you see where those sacrifices did come continually. But this is what God does say. But I do not need the bulls from your barns or the goats from your pens. And so what God is saying is, I'm not having you bring those sacrifices because I need them. So let me quit interrupting God and, and listen to what else he has to say. So in verse 10, For all the animals of the forest are mine, and I own the cattle on a thousand hills." I know every bird on the mountains, and all the animals of the field are mine. If I were hungry, I wouldn't tell you, for all the world is mine and everything in it. Do I eat the meat of bulls? Do I drink the blood of goats? And of course, those are questions to be answered. And of course, the answer would be no. Of course, he doesn't need that. So he he takes a turn here in verse 14, and he, he tries to give them insight. In verse 14, God says, Make thankfulness your sacrifice to God and keep the vows you made to the Most High. Then, and remember, anytime you see a word like this, there's a condition attached to it. Then, when, when would the then be? When you've made thankfulness your sacrifice to God and when you've kept the vows you made to the Most High. Then, he says, then, call on me when you're in trouble and I will rescue you and you will give me glory wow, I love that. If if, our, if we have a thankful heart toward God, because he has blessed us so tremendously, hasn't he? It's always important to be thankful. You know, if you've raised children, you, you get a good view of um, human nature, the depravity of man in our children, don't we? And uh, you can do a hundred things for your children that are great sacrifices on your part, and they never see the sacrifice on your part, and so they don't even understand the need to be thankful. And that's how we are as as God's children so many times. We don't even realize how faithful He is to us, how generous He is to us, how, how He's taken such good care of us and lavishes love on us. And so when we don't know about it or think about it or, or take note of it, then we're not inclined to be thankful. And this is what I believe God is telling us here. So let's let's go on to read because he said, Make thankfulness your sacrifice to God and keep the vows you made to the Most High. Then call on me when you're in trouble and I will rescue you. And in turn, you will give me glory. Now I want to stop there today. There's another part to this this chapter. Maybe we'll visit it tomorrow. But I want to just leave us with this thought. We can... um, we not just can, but we should take the time to be thankful to God, first for the things that we know of that He's done for us, and then He continues to do for us, and including just His faithfulness to be God. He hasn't quit. (laughs) He hasn't resigned and said, I quit. I'm tired of this. Um, He's still there. He's still faithful, and He's still taking care of us, but the um, the things we know about, but then let's thank God for the things we don't know about. You know, if if young children had any clue what those taking care of them did for them, I, I'm sure they would have a much more thankful heart. And there's no way for a child to really know that. And sometimes a great knowledge is to know what you don't know or know that you don't know. And I, I want us to just take a moment today to realize the fact that we don't even know all the wonderful things God does for us individually, as a group, as a church, as a a country, as a people, as a a whole world population, God is so good to us. And it's a thankful heart that he's honoring. And he said, I I don't have anything against the things that you're doing for me, the, the ceremonies, but they don't mean anything if you don't understand this relationship we have and this relationship is, is key for us to honor it and be thankful to God for being God and for taking care of us. So I hope that will be a thought that will encourage your heart today. Let's just make it a point today to thank God for the things we know about and things we don't know about. Because I don't know about you, but when I'm in trouble and I call out to God, I want him to rescue me. I want him to answer me. And I'm more than anxious to give him glory when he does that. And he has done that for me. And I'm sure for you many times. So I hope that will encourage your hearts today. Let's have a word of prayer. Oh, Father, we are just in awe of how great and marvelous you are and how generous you are to us, how faithful you've been to us, even through these difficult days. And yet you sustain us and your your love is still washing over us each and every day. Your blessings are so many that we can't even begin to count. And Father, we just want to stop today and say thank you. Thank you for being God. Thank you for being faithful. Thank you for not giving up on us. Thank you for not um, giving us what we deserve, but in your mercy withholding those things. Thank you for the, the great lavish of grace on us, giving us all those things that we don't deserve, and yet we get to enjoy them each and every day. Thank you, most of all, for Jesus, who you sent to die for us so that we could be forgiven and look forward to eternal life with you, delivered from this wretched depravity, to live in a joyous place with you with no problems and no concerns for the rest of eternity. Thank you, Lord, for so much to look forward to. And we just want to um have a heart of thanksgiving today. I pray that you would keep the evil one away. I pray that you would. Just take your arms of love and wrap them around each and every person that's listening or watching today. Draw them close and help them to know your presence and your love. And I just believe that each and every one will respond in thankfulness as you do that. And we will give you all the glory and the honor. And thank you for all the many, many times that you have rescued us. And for all these things, Father, we're so grateful. And we want to give you the honor and the praise. And we ask all these things. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, once again, I just want to remind you if you have any prayer requests or if you have any questions or thoughts that you want to share with us, you can text talk to us to 97,000. We would love to hear from you. Thank you to all of those of you who have reached out. And um, if, if you have faith questions, we would just love to have a conversation with you. So I hope that you will uh, reach out to us and uh, we'll look forward to seeing you again real soon here on Noah's Window. God bless. Till next time.